0: Hey there, Rita here, and this is episode 18 of Playing Full Out, and you're about to learn the difference between incremental and exponential result leaders. This one action has been responsible for significant growth and profits in my business and those of my colleagues, friends, and clients. The best news is you can start applying this one tool to do the same for you today. Hello, I'm Rita Hyland, and you're about to discover what it means to position your business, career, and life to play full out. This show explores the way leaders just like you embrace and achieve their ambition without working harder or grinding it out any longer. So if you want to take your life, business, or career to a playing full out status, and do so while being the happiest high performer in the room, then hang with me because this show shares everything you need to know using the best of neuroscience, transformational psychology, and a bit of spiritual wisdom to help you change fast, even when it's uncomfortable or scary, or you failed to do so in the past. All this so that you can enjoy more freedom and prosperity in your business and life. I'm happy you're here. This is a really important show. And I am certain that it will make a huge and significant change in the way that you approach your business and your life. This show was inspired by the successes of my colleagues and some friends and clients over the past year or two. I've looked at these things from from data points and anecdotally, and what has become extremely clear is that what separates those who are simply making incremental changes in their business and life and Some like maintaining versus those who are really thriving and being really successful and showing up to what they want, bracing and executing their ambitions this year is that those who don't just improve incrementally, but who really catapult to success is that they are aiming for good enough instead of great. In other words, instead of pushing themselves to be perfect and therefore getting nowhere, they are being good. And what seems counterintuitive is that in accepting good, instead of waiting for great, they become great. Okay, so this, if I'll explain it more, but this broken strategy, which is followed and operated by most of society, is that you can only do great work in only order to be successful. And the reality is there are a lot of people that are doing what you want to do, That are not as talented or skilled as you. Aiming for great is the bottleneck to many of man's dreams and ambitions. It's the bottleneck in business. It's the bottleneck in corporate America. It's why really talented people are not showing up, serving, and using their unique talents because they're waiting to perfect their work when it just doesn't need to be perfect. It just needs to be done. And so, I was recently speaking with some women in my intensive mastermind when this became really clear to me once again that we just began this this year, and it's comprised of women business owners and leaders, whether they're entrepreneurial or corporate, who are embracing and and looking to execute their ambitions this year and to get their ideas really out of their head and into the world for 2020. And one of these women who's created an amazing product, which is going to massively serve her industry, I was speaking with her and she started to tell me what she wanted to do in 2020. And she just spent the last year, even more plus, really building this and refining her product and her service. And this year, it's not out there yet. But this year, what she said she wanted to do is to refine operations and to, to get to do more in the back Seat than really getting things done. And she wanted to get things, as I've seen her doing, stalling and stymied, is get them perfected. So listen carefully. If you want more of whatever you want in your business, your leadership, your life, you're going to have to do this one thing that really sets successful people apart. And it all comes down to this you're going to have to take imperfect action. My mentor says you must. Accept that seventy percent is success and hundred percent is failure. That if you wait to get something out of the door and it, till it's a hundred percent that you have actually failed, get your work out there, get it done, and then go ahead and begin refining it. In other words, don't let great be the enemy of good enough. I personally embrace the power of imperfect action. Two years ago, when I knew I had become to a place in my business that I couldn't take on any more clients. And I knew that I on a one-to-one basis, and I knew that I needed to, to, you know, create a class. And I had been talking about this for a long time, but I didn't have it done. And I hadn't put the time aside to, to create it. So what I found was that I obviously it was one of those times where I kept stalling. So I decided to take some imperfect action and I put it out there put out the offer to people before even really having the class done. I mean, I had an idea, I had some outlines, that type of thing, but I took imperfect action and I just got it out there. The first class wasn't as good as the second, and but it was good enough. And what has happened is five classes later, having a lot of people who have gone through it, who have told me that it has changed their life and the way they've made decisions and approached some really big decisions in their life, is that it would have been horrible if I had waited to get this thing perfect before I shipped it. So it's an example of where holding back and trying to make sure that everything is great when good enough is is fine is really... It, that's where the... Again, that is the bottleneck. That is what's holding people back. So there are two ways that you may be tipped off that and know that you are waiting and that you are waiting for great over good. And I see these symptoms, if you will, come up a lot. And the first one is that we will make up a rule that we have to do this before that. So when I mentioned the person in the mastermind group who has this incredible product that it needs to just get shipped, but that she's waiting to refine another aspect of her business before she does that, when good is enough... Is we say I got to do this before that, I got to get this certification before I go do that. I got to get, I got to call all my other existing customers before I do my prospecting. If you're a salesperson, and just noticing when you're saying this before that, and when you may be inadvertently hiding behind, it has to be great instead of being just good. I see people stall and even returning calls to clients because they're sitting and trying to perfect. Of wonder what and the client wants. Let me see if I can get prepared enough. And then they call and they say, "Oh, I want to take you to dinner." And so that you know, the place where they have wasted forty-five minutes to an hour trying to prepare for what they didn't know because they just couldn't get on the phone and be good enough when they spoke to the person. You know, this over-perfecting, and this is the sad part: is that perfection in and of itself is an illusion. You know that it's not real. And then when we're starting to to chase perfection, we're just really chasing an illusion. You can think of it like a cat running after its tail. It's never going to catch it. You're never going to catch perfection. You're never going to catch absolute greatness. I've heard it said before that perfection is addiction to dissatisfaction. It's just the constant desire to be in struggle as opposed to getting things done. What's fascinating about those who are really succeeding, the difference between they say six figure earners and seven figure earners, the difference between those who are growing at much higher rates than others is that they don't take things personally when, whatever, you know, something's judged, if you will, or if it's not enough or if it can be improved. They don't get engrossed or stymied or slow down because it's got another iteration. They just say next and let's go do it. We're just about halfway through our show and I want to make sure you know about our Playing Full Out Transformational Coaching Group that we're opening the doors to very soon. If you've ever found it hard to change or overcome your roadblocks that are keeping you from playing full out status, whether that's in your business, your work or life, then make sure you go to the show notes and hit the link to the waiting list so that you are the first to find out when the doors open. You would never expect a baby to go from crawling to the 100-yard dash, but I see smart, talented individuals do this all the time where they expect themselves to be able to be good right out of the gate or actually to be great right out of the gate. It doesn't make sense. You have to stop for a moment here and think where you would be today if one year ago you took imperfect action on something you've had on your desk or something that you've been thinking about. Maybe it's that you'd have handed your resume off to someone. Maybe you would have engaged in a conversation with someone that you've been holding back until you're more prepared for. Maybe you would have gone ahead and called a prospect. Where was there an imperfect action that you didn't take? And what is the result here a year later? And what would have been the result if you had taken it? What would already be in existence? Now I want you to go out a year from now. And what's the consequence of you holding on to making things perfect? What will be lost and never created if you are unwilling to accept that what you have right now is good enough to go? The only reason that you hold on to getting them great when good is enough is because of your fear of what others will think of you your or your fear of inadequacy and how mean you will be to you on the other side. Let me give you a couple ways to deal with that. First of all, if your fear is judgment by another, you must understand this. This is going to be your antidote you're already being judged. And you will forever be judged. You will. If you're a control freak, you're going to be paralyzed. If you're trying to control everybody's reception of you, you are going to remain average. The good news is that if you're here with me, that means you're still alive. You have experienced judgment and survived it. You have not died like your brain may be telling you you're going to do, or that it's going to be so painful. You're here. So what is important is human beings judge, get real with that. That's what they do. And then go forward and do whatever it is that you love while you're being judged. That's the most important thing. If you're holding back for the second reason, because of this, that again, this illusion of getting or getting them great before they're done is because of a fear of inadequacy. The way to get over that is to make the agreement to be kind to yourself no matter what. So many people that I see, really smart, ambitious, self aware people, are really scared of the spanking they're going to give to themselves on the other side if they judge when they're judging themselves. And that's something you have control over. Agree to be kind to you. I heard it said long ago by someone who stood up in a high performing teacher actually and she'd spoken and was speaking in front of about 200 people and she said I made the agreement before I came out here that even if I suck I'm going to love myself. What's amazing is if you are kind to you and you agree that I'm just going to be nice to myself regardless of the what happens on the other side, you'll find that you are willing to take imperfect action at a much higher clip. So let's just say that you metaphorically want to get to the other side of the street because on the other side of the street is what it is that you want but you realize that you're going to have to cross a highway you're, and that you are concerned that you might get hit by a car. The car is the proverbial, someone might reject me, someone might not like it. You've got a choice. Are you going to sit on the side of the street and stare at all the others playing, doing it what it is that you want or what you love, or are you going to make a run for it? And if you make an agreement with yourself that even if you get hit and knock down as you cross that street, that you're going to be kind to yourself and stand back up, you will be amazed at how easy it is again for you to take imperfect action. Yesterday on the radio, I heard a country music center, I I missed who it was, just I knew it was someone that is successful in the industry already. And he said, you know, we're all just figuring it out as we go. First of all, we have two illusions. One that people are, become great from the the second that they begin to try. So those that we see that are already there doing what we love, or so that are successful in whatever their industry, we just think that that was an overnight success, and that's false. But we haven't seen the whole backup story. The difference, though, with them is that they have been willing to be bad at it before they were good at it. That's one of my favorite quotes ever. You've probably heard me say it before if you've been listening to my podcast. But in order to be great, you first have to be good, and in order to be good, you first have to be average. In order to be average, you first have to be bad at it. And in order to be bad, you have to at least get started. And that's what imperfect action is about, getting started, getting it done. If you've listened to the show this far, it means that you are a growth-minded individual passionate about moving yourself forward and becoming more self-aware so that you can expand and evolve in this lifetime. If not, you wouldn't be here. So what I'd like you to do is right now, look at your desk, look at something in your life, and what is at 70% that is ready to be shipped? What would happen if you went for it and you, you let it go and you took imperfect action? I'm inviting and challenging you to take something that's at 70% and to put it out there. The more that you practice imperfect action, the more growth and progress you will see in your business and in your profits and in your personal development. I promise. And I don't have the numbers. I'd like you to go try and find those out for yourself. The more and more that you take imperfect action, the more you also set up our next generation to do the same. There's a lot of talk about failing forward and encouraging people to try things whether they're your team members or your children but how do you respond when they don't get it right do you really embrace failing forward and making mistakes and what's your relationship with mistakes or do you operate like society has in the past and say it has to be great before it can be good be be conscious of what, how you affirm or negate what we're talking about so often we, we say one thing, but our words do not, or our actions do not confirm our words. They're not aligned. So if you want your baby to try to take a walk before they ha- run, and you're kind in that space, are you doing the same when they get to 13? Are you doing the same with your team members that you want them to try new ideas and to brainstorm? Or do they have to get it right right away? Be mindful of that. I know that when we're hard on other people, we're actually 100% 10 times fold maybe, harder on ourselves. So release that inner critic, become a person who thrives, become the happiest high performer in the room by seeing it as a playful adventure. Have a good relationship with mistakes and see them as as a sign that you're growing and that you're making progress and that you're testing your edges. What I believe is at the end of our life, the thing that we will most regret is that we have not tested our edges. And imperfect action Is the way to do that. Okay, our next show is one that, again, you can't miss if you've ever failed to change and you feel like there are reasons beyond what you know. If this has ever happened to you, you're likely suffering from a subconscious block. And my guest, who I'm going to interview, is going to explain how a subconscious block is created, the ways they show up in your business and life and three strategies to overcome them. So make sure to follow the Playing Full Out podcast so that you don't ever miss a show. And I will look forward to seeing you here next time. Thank you for being with me today. By you listening to this, it tells me you're interested in growing yourself and likely not just for yourself, but to positively influence others as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and share this with your friends and colleagues. When leaders like you grow yourself, and then grow others, we all are positively impacted. If you have questions, I'm here to answer them and may even use them in our upcoming podcasts. Go ahead. You can send those questions to breakthrough at Ritahighland.com. Remember a half version of you is not enough. The world needs the full version of you at play. I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast.